from Two Cubed. It's Tom. And Adam. And we are back. It's been a while. It has um, been a while. But we feel that we needed to sit down and have a conversation about something in particular that's sort of been... Um, it's been showing its head in the media. It's been, um, it's been around. And online. And it's getting to the point now where it's getting a little bit scary. Yeah, it's getting a little bit dystopian, I think. I yeah. feel like we're going in that direction. So you may be asking, what what is dystopian? What, what, what is, is scary? It? What is it? What we're going to talk about is deep fake. We are. So deep fake is a relatively new trend. Um Yes. Um, I don't really like saying that it's a trend because that's terrifying, but basically... Well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But basically, it's the it's human image synthesis. It is indeed. And when you say that as well, that just sounds even scarier. It so does. Basically, it's the use of um, artificial intelligence to combine and superimpose existing images and video onto source images and video using um the like the new technology it's, of machine learning so yeah the idea is the machine learns certain neural pathways and it learns what things do and what things don't do yep. normally and naturally yep. and then what that machine does is say i don't know if you put your image or a video of you into it enough times it will eventually learn that oh they smile like this or oh they look like that or when yep. they're upset they look like this and eventually it will learn your behaviour. you exist. Yeah, human behaviour, basically. It learns human behaviour and gets better at it over time. It doesn't stop. No. That's the scary thing. It yeah. doesn't stop. It's yeah, continuously... Well, it's machine learning. It is like machine learning. The computer learning. is always learning. And I think it's... Just excuse the <laughs> rumble of our neighbours moving yeah. about. Um, I think why it, it's becoming more... Um, terrifying is the sheer quantity now of deep fake videos that are surfacing so i did a when we were sort of researching this i sort of pulled together a list of some sort of key significant people that have been deep faked i guess that is the right word isn't yeah. it yeah no it is, it is deep faked, so isn't it? it's people like mark zuckerberg shut up mark zuckerberg barack obama jennifer lawrence paul rudd hillary clinton vladimir putin elon musk steve buscemi even, nicholas cage even john snow even john <laughs> snow yeah i mean when series was it eight series eight of game of thrones came out and everybody was like a little bit disappointed with it yep all of a sudden this video surfaced of john snow standing in front of everyone being like i'm sorry from the north <laughs> that was awful don't ever do that again <laughs> But yeah, I, I think it's got more popular over time as well because like any software, someone has to create it first and lo and behold, guess who created it? Google. Yeah. Google. Always Google. Well, always got a hand in like, everything. On the sort of um, the sort of augmented, um, not augmented, um, machine learning and AI, then I think it was last year um, they previewed at one of their events the the phone ringing thing. Yep. So Google Assistant calling up like a hairdresser to book an appointment and it's sounding like a human being was making that call, but actually it yep. was Google Assistant, which I just... Is, Com combine that with deep fakes. Yeah, and, and you've you got... Fantastic. Yeah, so my kind, of, um, my kind of idea in this episode is to talk about... Um, a couple of like key sort of areas and answer a few well for us to try and answer a few questions yep. can it be used for good how is it going to affect society 
Why is it scary? Is it funny? Can it be funny? I think so. Like and anything. how can people use it in different ways and different means that is what that warrants us to be scared? I think there's two sides of the spectrum. I think on one side of the spectrum, you've got your hobbyists. Yep. I think you've got your people sitting on Reddit, sort of making these, uh, I don't know, Jon Snow videos, these yeah. Steve Buscemi videos, that when you watch them, you do go, oh, it's quite funny, and actually it's not terribly realistic. It's yeah. it's, it's pretty, pretty it's impressive, yeah. but it's not very, you can, as a human eye, you yeah. can go, right, that's that's not, I think the other side of the problem is, is that you have professionals using this software, and I mean, the Jordan Peele video of Obama is yeah. a great example of that because that has obviously been professionally done and yeah. the amount of hours and time and footage that's and, been put into that machine. And when you watch that, it is quite hard to decipher whether that is real or fake. Exactly. So I think the scary bit is how far that software goes, how far that software develops and how good that software Yeah, and the thing gets. is, who if that software gets into the wrong hands, then it's just... Well, I'm who knows where it could go? You're ready to be scared a little bit. So in 2018, the desktop app was started. It was called Fake App, and that's when it was launched. That's when it all sort of started. Um, and then from that point, it sort of moved on. And now you've got about three or four open source software platforms that people can just download for free. Yeah. And not just download for free, but contribute to also. And once again, because it's machine learning, it just gets worse and worse. So it's going back to the question is, where do we go from there? When it gets to a point where it's yeah. so good and so realistic, what is the problems? Where do we go from yeah. there? Yeah, I mean, personally, I think even those funny videos like the Jon Snow one, um, the Jennifer Lawrence with Steve, um, Steve, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi's face on it, <laughs> I, I think that although they're funny, I also think that they are... Like, when, the person creating those videos, are they doing it to be funny or are they doing it to say... Look what I can do. I think most normal human beings hopefully would do it just for, for the lulls. Yeah. Going a bit internet. Um doing it just for the lulls, I think a lot of it is and it is art. You can't argue that some of it isn't art. It's I I disagree. I just I just think that I don't think creating something that is entirely fake can ever be used. Uh, for comedy I don't know there's just something about it I think I think that's mainly the case because of how deep fake videos could be used and how they could have such a huge impact on like even society and so, how we view people and how we view videos online and because okay the software at the moment you watch some deep fake videos and you say that's fake you yeah, can tell yeah. that Give it a year, two years, and it's going to be very, very, very hard to decipher whether something's fake or not. It is, but I think there's, once again, there's, there's certain degrees to it, because if we're talking about celebrities, the harm that could be done is to their own personal reputation. Yep. Um, and I'm sure that court battles will ensue, etc., etc. So I'm not worried about that side of things. The side of things that worries me is the political side of things. Like, yep. so, such as that Obama video. If you can get yeah. Obama to say what you want, when you want, yeah. wherever you want, yeah. it starts to get a bit more terrifying. At the, at the end of the day, all you need is a source video of Obama or Donald Trump or Jeremy Corbyn or Boris Johnson sat having a video interview. You need somebody who sounds or can do an impression of them, Which, put the two together, and 
you can make Boris Johnson say that he hates Muslims. <laughs> oh, wait, he has already basically said that. Yeah, himself. yeah, but it, but it adds up. It, it supports that argument, doesn't yeah. it? And as much as maybe then it's your responsibility to try and find the truth a lot of people won't a lot of people like headlines will take it as face value and that's where i think it gets scary and i think it's worrying where that software and that technology will go and who like you said will use it who is going to be using it and who's going to be getting good at it and yeah there's got to be a way of maybe controlling it i think i think there's um there's a bit of software out um that can predict or not predict um can decipher deep fake videos with like 96 percent accuracy because i was was about to say this this is a a video question for you like obviously if you recreate a video it's dot mov dot mp4 yeah but there'll be certain codecs to it that only relate to recorded video if that makes sense whereas i imagine with a deep fake the codecs would be different different. yeah Yeah. because it would come through different software and what have you so it would be deciphered. But the thing is, if you're serious about making deep fake videos, you're going to fake the files. Like, well, it's, not, it's not even about if you're, you're serious, mate. If, you're, if you just like that interview or you think that interview is going to um, further your, I don't know, your bias or further your sort of opinion, yeah, you're going to um, use it anyway, aren't you? I yeah, mean, news sites exactly. already do this. We've already seen the rise of fake, fake news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier that, you know, fake news is, like, over the past few years has just boomed and this is now feeding into that culture oh, yeah. of fake news and the thing is the the organizations and outlets that are going to be using the the deep fake videos are the ones who are spouting the fake news or or the ones who don't necessarily do their research or do do their research but decide have the, have that their actually own they want to you know they want to drive people to vote against jeremy yeah, they, corbyn they so their- they're going to push the video and i think that's where the difference comes in isn't it because like with the john snow video for example there is no real hidden agenda to that if that makes sense it's a bit of a joke there's no agenda there's no malice to it i think when you come back to the obama video or the hillary clinton video there starts to become intent in that and there is the sort of pushing your own sort of message forward and that's when it starts to become worrying is when people start using it to further their own agenda and that is when it's scary Yeah, yeah it is absolutely terrifying because it's it's become now incredibly easy to do it. Yep. And it means that, like, you could put it into the hands of literally anybody and everybody can push their political views or push whatever views they may have onto any person. But I think another element of it that sort of um, interests me is that we could have any celebrity we want endorse our brand Absolutely any celebrity. They don't we, even need to know about it. We just need to find somebody who sounds slightly go, similar to them, use a video of them that they've captured, boom, done. that's it. But we said this the other day as well, and this could go one of two ways with celebrities. We said, like, imagine the amount of bank they'd be making as well if they licensed that out, though. Said, yeah. oh, yeah, by the way, you can use deepfakes of me. Yeah. It has to be saying this and it has to be doing this. But, yeah, feel free to use deepfake. Yeah. Yeah, videos yeah. of me and if this deep fake has learned enough about that celebrity it will do a sufficient job it will do a really good job and yeah. I mean on the positive side of that it would save celebrities doing 20 interviews a day or yeah. only spending two seconds so on that sense I mean they can make a lot of money but on your what you're saying is yeah. right is that they could, that could also their image could be pirated yeah yeah, yeah. Anyone can use their image now. Yeah. And I think what most of the, how sort of deepfake started was people were using celebrities' images and putting it on top of, like, porn, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, I, I saw that as well. And that's another, that is another point, isn't it? Is that how 
far does that go? Because obviously, at the moment, celebrities are easy pickings because yep. of there's the Im- plenty of images. There's of them. Ima- there's yeah. pictures, there's videos, there's films. Yep. Like the computer software just eats that up. It loves yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So I think, in that sense, yeah, that's quite scary. But when we get to years down the line, as you keep saying, ha- we've got a problem with revenge porn anyway. Yeah, exactly. What happens if I don't know? Worse. Barry does not like his girlfriend, but yep. knows how to use deep fake software. Yeah. And next thing you know. Her well, her image is all over the web when it yeah. actually isn't her. No, it's so, just her face that's been put on top of a body. And I mean, like images, it, you've been able to do that for years with Photoshop oh, and things like that. Well, not just Photoshop. I mean, what's made it really popular, popular culture-wise, like to the everyday person, you had Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, face yeah, swap. Yeah. yeah. People yeah, went yeah. absolutely nuts for that. And I think that's another thing to mention is. We've always had a morbid curiosity with looking at ourselves. We've always had a morbid curiosity of looking yep. at photographs. We've always had a morbid curiosity of looking at videos. Yeah. We love seeing things that freak us out. Yeah. And I think that's another part of this is that we're the, fascinated with our own image and yeah. we're fascinated with things that can create our own image. We, think, we just love ourselves, don't we? That is a part of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's vanity as and well. I, I think what makes it scarier, though, is the fact that it's not just images now, because images you can call out and say are fake. Nice but bit, yeah. when you've now got a moving video of a celebrity who sounds pretty much like that celebrity mm-hmm. and is saying something awful or not that they would necessarily uh, sort of condone or what have and you. it's one of the things they where would condone, sorry. Doth protest too much, isn't it? The more you say, oh, that's not me, I didn't say that, I didn't say oh, that. The that m- sounds like it was you. The sounds more, like you're trying to cover it up. The more it sounds. So going back to that and tying those two in together, it's like I'm sure there'll be a new level of legality to that as well, which is puts us in a tricky situation because we're already arguing against Article 13. We're already arguing to keep the internet quite free. Yeah. But then when something like this happens... You need to regulate that. Yeah. Like, you've got to have some form of regulation in place to prevent it, Here we go, this is where we're going to differ, because this goes back to these YouTube videos of, say, Jon Snow and things like that, and these funny videos, is that can you really regulate them? Is that fair to regulate them? See, I think... Is it like a blanket ban? I think yes. I think yes, at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day... Okay, the message was funny, and it was done in sort of in good spirits, but, you know... It's also not good because that was Jon Snow, not Jon Snow, Kit Harrington saying terrible things about season eight of Game of Thrones. Okay, we all knew know it was fake. Yeah. But if, st- if somebody stumbles across that and goes, hey, what the bloody hell is this? This is terrible. Right, Kit Harrington, you're out, mate. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. But I think, once again, it's subjective, isn't it? It's like anything. It is completely subjective. I think in certain st- in instances, I can understand it. But what I would also argue to your point is that is CGI any different? Okay, yes, it's much more com- complicated. I agree. I'm not going to argue that it's yeah. anyone can just go onto a computer and be like, do you know what? I'm going to do some CGI today. Yeah. Not that simple, but it's the same effect. But it's the way in which you're using it. So most CGI is used in movies where it's where you're where you are signing up to see something that you know is not necessarily real. That's However, cool, if yeah. I'm scrolling on Twitter and I see a video of what seemingly looks like Hillary Clinton and the message that is posted says Hillary Clinton says outrageous thing, and I look at that and I go bloody hell yes that is outrageous for Hillary yeah. Clinton. But I find out that actually that's deep. I didn't sign up for that. You'd be lied I, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been lied, lied to. And yeah. It, it yeah like this is opening a whole can of worms about personal defamation and slander and what and have you on that 
token as well is that you're going back to sort of saying we need a blanket ban on it. Well, you're fortunate to know Twitter are already blanket banning it. They're, they're saying Good. they're saying any deep fake videos that are found on their platform will be removed. YouTube, of course, being YouTube, hasn't said a single word. YouTube are very good at not uh, communicating. Yep, so they've not said anything. I mean, even Pornhub has come out and said any deep fake videos on oh, our website yeah. will be banned and the user will be blocked. So I mean, that's... But for them to take set up and take that seriously straight away, that sort of says a lot. And I'm surprised Facebook hasn't said more, hence the Mark Zuckerberg video. Like, yeah, because there's a... And I think that that Mark Zuckerberg one is pretty impressive. And it is. It sort of... Um, but, but this is, goes back to what we were just said a minute ago, but do you not think that in this instance it's fair because he is a figurehead and a figurehead that we all know has been lying to us for a very long time and I mean his last speech no one laughed no, no one laughed when he made his little data leak joke yeah. because it's not funny No, it's not funny so how does he now feel the thing is though and what makes it what makes it more ominous is that videos can now come out that you know everybody wants to believe so like that mark zuckerberg yeah. that like i watched that and i was like oh my well, god like he's being honest no. he's, he's actually saying that but the reality is it was but, fake but in a sense has this not been happening for a very long time it's just a lot more refined un- yeah a lot more refined and in a way unsubtle yeah if you know what i mean it's like before you could hide behind words you could hide behind this you could hide behind that and that's what mark zuckerberg has been doing so in yeah. my eyes as well like it's a bit of just dessert as well, isn't it? It's, you know what I mean? He has been he has been given what he's been given to us. He's been basically violated. I think so, yeah. But you've also got to look at it like, you know, it's like stealing. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. You know, if, if you went into a shop or if you saw someone stealing something, you'd think, right, that's wrong. But if... Yeah, see, I, see, I don't see it as stealing. I see it as borrowing. Because nothing has been removed. But that's the thing, It's been though. copied. But it's been duplicated. It's but, not been removed. It's but, still there. Mark Zuckerberg's still there in his full that, form. But that's my point, is that one... Like, with all laws, like, it's one... It's not just one person's opinion of what is stealing. <laughs> it's a collective has said, right, this is the definition of stealing. And no matter if you go into a shop and you go... I've stolen this, but I, I call it borrowing, and that's absolutely fine. Well, no, because bo- bo- stealing would be the idea of that thing is never coming back. Borrowing is the idea that, or not even borrowing. Borrowing is even the wrong term because it's still there. It's but, still, I've, I've copied the chocolate bar. I haven't taken the chocolate bar. Like, I've copied the chocolate but bar. But like on that same point is that although that video of Mark Zuckerberg is fake, it's still there, but and it still exists. Is this, is this not like? Um, a bit of punishment for those celebrities, though, and those politicians as well. They've been in the limelight for so long, and I mean, yeah. they have been throwing themselves willy nilly in front of media saying, I want to do this interview, I want to do that. And when you become a celebrity, you all of a sudden give up your personal life. So, in a way, have they not been asking for this for a very long time? All of a sudden, it's been now taken out of their hands. Yeah. But and it's they've out of their control. But they've almost done it to themselves by putting themselves out there so much and being in the public spotlight so often. But but what about you've signed up to that, haven't you? Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know though. I don't think that it is as sort of clean cut as that. I don't know if it's as fair to say, yeah, you've signed up for that. Because like, at the end of the day, we've put videos on YouTube. I haven't signed up for someone to make a fake video of me saying that, you know, I'm a Nazi or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Because if I found that, I that would destroy me. 
because yeah. if it happens to me, I don't necessarily have the power to counter that. Whereas a celebrity who is rich, wealthy, Probably lots has. of connections, if I create a fake video of them, they can immediately shut it down. Mm -hmm. Whereas average Joe me, how am I going to shut that down? Going to? I mean, the question I've got to you then is, how long before it probably does get out of control? When's when's the next election where it gets out of control? Because that's where I can see it happening. I can't. I can six, see it happening. six months to a year, and I think it will be at a stage where it's impossible to tell, and people well, not, will not sign up for it. Because say, not just impossible to tell, but everywhere as well. Like yeah, I'm talking yeah, like yeah. we have a general election, and next thing you know, Corbyn's face is everywhere. Or yeah, I want to say Theresa May, but it won't be Theresa no. May. It'll be. Uh, <laughs> Boris Johnson. I don't really probably. want to say it. Yeah, it'd probably be Boris. But you, so I'm saying it's like when we have. That's what I worry about is that it's going to be everywhere. Then. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the biggest takeaway from this episode and this conversation is literally just to say deep fake exists. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it is. terrifying. Be aware of it. Be conscious. Just like. You, you, like unfortunately we've gone away from you being able to sort of access everything and believe everything but now you've got to access things yourself and you've got to go hang on a second is this real i don't know we're gonna say it and it is it's so difficult in this day and age because i feel like we've gone away from it and with these deep fakes you like you said you've got to be aware but you've also got to trust news sources you've got to trust trusted news sources but the thing is most normal people will do that a lot of people won't want to Why? do that no, because exactly. if it backs up their viewpoint and this has been happening a lot with alternative facts yep. it's it's almost become an alternative fact it'll be like oh no it's an alternative interview Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm still going to believe it because it's there even if that person said oh no this is fake I didn't yeah, say that people They're, will say no but it, it, uh, it aligns to my beliefs I'm going to share it so I'm, I'm going to comment on yeah. it I'm going to make it as public as possible so as many other people believe that it's real exactly yeah. and that is why it's so so scary but then I suppose it's not about deep fake at all the bigger question being a bit deep the bigger question is it's actually about society in itself and yeah. society's handle on truth yep it's not about the software it's not about the program we should be responsible enough as human beings to say we should mess around with it yeah. but there is a line enough is enough well, yeah there is a line yeah. we can we can play around with these things but there yeah. is a line and yeah. but the thing is like yeah as you that say line. that line is no no longer it's been erased it has it has exactly is so it? i think as as human beings we need to start questioning what we trust and what we don't trust and i think that is part of the issue yeah 100%. 100% terrifying. It is terrifying. So, make sure that when you're watching stuff online, you just, you know, think about it a little bit. If it seems like something's a little bit, you know, far-fetched and not quite strictly on, on the line, just, you know, Watch, yep, consider it. But what does it also mean for online video? Like... Does that mean people are going to be more likely to watch video or less likely to watch video? What do we think? Like, I think it probably... I think it may have like a um, an immediate effect of people going, well, okay, I'm going to back off from watching stuff because I don't know whether to believe it. But I think it, it will come full circle. Probably, because, yeah. again, like you go to a trusted source, you know that that video is not going to be faked. 
So at the end of the day, you're going to still go to those trusted places. And like you said, you're still going to get caught off guard every now and again. When you're scrolling for your Twitter feed, yeah. and you're going to get caught off guard, aren't you? What will probably happen is that video sites will just have like you know um the whole ad culture when adverts were weren't regulated and you didn't have to put on hashtag say what do they say at the bottom there now it um, says um, sponsored content in sponsored, this video doesn't yeah. it yeah. you know it will probably come up saying deep fake video yep which but that's a compromise is it not it's a compromise but i still don't think it's right <laughs> well people i know exactly what would happen people would take that watermark straight yeah, off exactly. and yeah, yeah next thing you know it'd be a legit video yeah but yeah. yeah yeah well there we go make sure <laughs> that when you're watching videos online you just double check to make sure it's not deep faked please agreed yes thank you so much for joining us for this um slightly shorter and very relevant uh podcast um we have obviously not been doing our sort of um, bi-weekly podcast. Was it bi-weekly? I don't know how often we used to do it. It was, yeah, it was bi-weekly. We're, we've, we've had sort of a little... Um, we've had such a long break. That a little hiatus at the moment. Um, but the, there is method in our madness. We indeed. are in the pre-production stage for bringing two from two cube back for series two who even knew that we were in series one Neither not of us, us. <laughs> um so series two of two from two cubed is going to be all about charities it's really exciting we work a lot with the third sector a lot of our audience are from the third sector and we are taking that and we are running with that and we are going to be talking to some really interesting and insightful um marketing and communication leads from from across the sector, across Essex, um, and we can't wait to, we to can't, get that kicked we off and get that launched. Oh, we're ready to come. We're still obviously looking for people to interview. So if you are yeah. involved in the third sector uh, and marketing in specific, we'd love to talk to you, get in touch, yep. and we'd we'd love to have a conversation. Yep. Um, ultimately, from this ser- the next series, we're hoping to sort of help a lot of charities um, yeah, definitely. and push them into the digital age because we know yeah. a lot are struggling at the moment and that's not exactly fair in a way and we want to help and we want to sort of yeah make make the change so yeah if you do want to uh if you feel like yeah you've got something to say about uh marketing communications in the third sector get in touch with us send us an email to hello at two cube.co you can of course follow us at two cube create on twitter um send us a message start a conversation let's talk about deep fake videos because we definitely need to uh, continue this conversation and it is and very we have enjoyed talking about it as well um you can of course listen to all the previous episodes of two from two cubed on our website at two cube.co slash tftc and with that we shall see you we won't see you Ooh. but we will be Speak talking to you, to you <laughs> in series two of two from two cube we look forward to it stay correct guys see you later